Hi, I'm Cassie. And I'm Tiffany. And welcome or welcome back to Happy Hour Gets Weird, our one and done episode. The episode where we drink a beer and talk about weird shit. Yes, absolutely. And it's a little loosey-goosey. And I just want a little note at the top of the show. I'm having some tree work done. So if you hear the tree shredder, you know, like the one in Fargo, um, Mm -hmm. just please excuse that noise. There's nothing, absolutely nothing I can do about that. So let's, before we start this episode... I was just telling Tiffany, I'm drinking a nice little juicy glass of Chardonnay, Mm -hmm. and you are having... I'm just having a Corona. Nice. We'd like to keep it light on the one and done episodes. So if you thought that our main episodes were crazy, I mean, imagine the looser version of a main episode. That's that's a lot. Yes. Happy Hour Gets Weird, if you're new here, is a show we have cocktails and talk about true crime, paranormal, history, anything weird in that wheelhouse. So, but we've never actually really talked about where the name cocktail came from. And I just recently learned and I want to share. This is my Christmas present to the world. Oh, I love it. Okay. Okay. So back in the day, before refrigeration, you know, cocktails, or actually not refrigeration, even before ice was a trade. So like ice wasn't a thing. So just hopefully you live by the snow. Yes. I don't even think in the snow they had ice. This was like way before ice was even invented. <laughs> I don't know. Like we said, it's a little loosey-goosey. Okay, don't ask too many questions. <laughs> I just meant that they could put their stuff in snow. Oh, yes, yes, it's cool. okay. Um, so before ice was a thing in cocktails, they were just warm liquor and they had only a few mixers. It was like maybe, um, simple syrup, maybe juice, I don't know, and liquor. And they used to call them slings because you would just sling them Mm -hmm. back, right? Mm -hmm. So it was like a warm sling. Then what they started to do is bitters wasn't originally made for mixing with alcohol. It was made for medicinal purposes. So they would go to the saloon, sling back a few slings, and then in the morning they would have bitters to kind of battle the hangover. I used to do that at work. Me too. I would put a little bitters in a shot glass with some soda water. Boom. Bingo. Bango. Kaboom. Scheme. A brand new woman. Totally. Don't mind the dry heaving as I'm walking around serving breakfast. Not a big deal. Nothing to see here. Look away. Mind your own business. Keep your eyes on your eggs. <laughs> um. So then they started adding bitters to slings. And then what they would do, so around this time, they, um, horse racing was a thing. And the way to know if a horse was good or not is they would go before the race and they would watch the horse run around the track. And a good, like a sign of a good horse is if its tail was cocked up. Oh, I see where this is going. Yeah. So if they ran around the track and the tail was cocked up, like, okay, that's a good horse. I'm going to bet on that one. Well, what they would used to do is they would, to fake out the betters at the horse track, they would stick a piece of ginger up the horse's ass, and then it would stick the tail up so they would fake the horse being a good horse. Jesus. I mean, anything to cheat. Yes. How many things did they try sticking up horses' asses before they landed on the right one? I mean, a lot. 
but a kind of like if I had a tail, I would stick a piece of ginger up my ass to see what happens. Okay, well, do you don't though, right? <laughs> no, I do not have a tail, okay. unfortunately. Okay. Unfortunately, <laughs> if you do have a tail and you're listening, try it out. Let us know. Get back to us. Yes. So what they would do, basically, in this scenario. The Mm -hmm. ginger and the bitters are equal to one another. So what they started doing is they'd put bitters in a cocktail or a sling, and it became known as a cocktail because they put a little bitters in it, give it to a hungover person and say, here, this will cock your tail. Wow, that's good. See how smart bartenders are? And it became forever known as a cocktail. So basically any alcoholic beverage that you order was named after a horse's ass. Oh. This is why bartenders are the best people. Listen, you have my full permission to use this story as your go-to party trick. So, drinking a cocktail, huh? Ever stuck Mm -hmm. ginger in a horse's ass? (laughs) If that doesn't get you laid, I don't know what will. I am a firm believer that everybody needs a party trick. I have a friend, one of her party tricks is doing backflips. It works for her every time. Jesus Christ. I hope wherever she is, she has a lot of room. Back it up, people. (laughs) Back it up. I am jealous of people that can do backflips, by the way. It's incredible. I've never been able to. I'm also jealous. But I will cheer you on, and I'm going to root for you. I can almost do a somersault. So I can – I used to be able to do a cartwheel, and then, you know, just these titties are just dangerous in a cartwheel. There's (laughs) – someone's getting hurt. You got to strap those bad boys down. <laughs> um, anyway, so we've talked about horses' asses. My The silent sagging of my tits. <laughs> I actually heard on a – I don't know what it was, but I heard on a – I was probably on TikTok or something. But someone asked like a woman what was a sound that only you can hear, nobody else can hear. And she said the sound of my titties sagging. <laughs> and she's like, they're just screaming like, ah. Oh, my God. Anyways, I thought that was funny. That is funny. Um, so, without further ado, let's get on this episode. I don't know why I did that weird accent. I don't even know what that was. Oh, my I, gosh. It was good. Um, okay. So, we are going to talk about true crime. We are going to talk about some of the smallest and most bizarre bank robberies. Oh, this is a good one. Mm-hmm. I, our heist episodes are some of our my favorite episodes we've ever done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I thought, you know, the holiday season is a season of giving. So let's do the opposite of that. <laughs> We're going to be taking this episode. Yes. <laughs> um, this is from List First, and it is written by Julie Henthorne um, and fact-checked by Darcy Heineken. So... Um, this is a pretty uh, cool list, so I'm just going to get right into it. Okay. The saying, second time is the charm, seemed to hold true for 57-year-old Burnell Burrow of New Orleans, Louisiana. So on January 2nd, 2020, Burrow attempted to rob the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust, but was unable to obtain any cash and fled the scene on a bicycle. Not my first choice in getaway vehicle, but hey, you got to use what you're working with. Yeah, that's not the, that's not the best. <laughs> um, refusing to give up, 
Perot then went to Capital One Bank, presented a gun, and demanded money from the teller. And Perot's second attempt was successful, and he left with $302. Unfortunately, the glory would not be long-lived because a bunch of Crime Stopper tips were sent to the local media outlets, and he was arrested a few days later. And he was charged with two counts of bank robbery and served his debt to society. Getaway vehicle, a bike. I don't know if that... No, that's not... Um, I don't think I, that's... No. I'm at a loss for words here. A getaway bike? Mm-hmm. So if anybody chased him at all, he would be caught immediately. If anybody not on a bike chased him. Also, that's kind of sad. I didn't realize that um, he would get charged for the first robbery where he didn't even get anything. I guess not sad. I guess funny is the right word. That's hysterical. Well, I I mean, like, if he didn't get anything, why charge him with robbery? Can't you just charge him with, like, a public nuisance or something? All right. The next one on the list is 44-year-old Michael Harrell of Cleveland, Ohio. And he did not have a well-thought-out plan prior to robbing a bank. Rather than choosing a bank at random, he chose to rob the U.S. bank where he was a regular customer. Idiot. Yes. Him and Bike Guy were friends. <laughs> On July 29, 2019, he didn't enter the bank wearing a mask or what? any type of disguise. <laughs> and he didn't try to identify, um, conceal his identity either. Hey, it's me. It's me, Joe. Hi. <laughs> it's me, Joe. I come in here every Tuesday. <laughs> he handed the teller a note that sta- that stated, this is a robbery. Don't get nobody hurt. However, his note was written on the back of a document from the pa- Department of Motor Vehicles, which also contained his personal information. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I thought Bite Guy was like kind of a jackass but this guy makes bite guy look like a, a evil genius criminal yes like what is happening oh my god yes so the teller handed him 206 dollars and Whoa. then she con- yes and then she contacted the police provided them with all of his information and he was located and arrested uh one day later I- maybe this guy just wanted to spend the night in jail or however I mean, long. Maybe this guy just wanted to go to prison. Maybe. I, I There is someone on the list who purposely robbed a bank so he could go to jail. Um, all right. So the next one on the list comes from Urbana, Illinois, June 7th, 2019. 55-year-old Jeffrey Holbert was with an unnamed woman when he tried to steal beer from a John's drive through store. So... We live in California. We do not have drive-thru stores here, but my parents live in Idaho, and they do have drive-thru stores there. It is pretty cool. It's like a big metal barn, and it has a – it looks like a car wash, but instead of surrounded by, like, car wash stuff, you're surrounded by a convenience store. That is cool. It is so cool. And you drive in, and the attendant's like, what can I get you? And you're like, I'll have a six-pack of this and a, you know – uh, beef jerky or whatever those slim jim things and like a bag of chips get pack of smokes whatever it's so cool so he was in one of those i don't wouldn't i wouldn't choose a drive-thru store i mean i guess if you like jump out really quick grab it and then drive off it's ready to go but i don't know so he was he 
tried to steal some beer from the drive-thru store, but the employee stopped him. And um, he said, okay, sorry, sorry. I'll get some money and I'll come back. (laughs) What? He just gave in that easy? Yes. So he's like, okay, sorry, sorry. Just kidding. (laughs) I'm going to go get some money and I'll come back. I promise. I'll buy the beer. Sorry. Hey, man. Just just joking. Pulling your leg. Be cool. Be cool. Be cool. I was going to rob you, but you are taking this to another level, sir. Yes. Um, so then, uh, but he actually didn't have any money and his plan to get money involved robbing a bank, like a few doors down. <laughs> rob a bank so that then you can go buy beer at the place you tried to rob earlier? Yes. He's just walking down the street trying to rob every business on the street. Not, a, he's not, he did not create a good alibi there at the <laughs> drive through store because the clerk's going to be like, yeah, that guy tried to rob here too. Anyway, so he... Holbert went into Security National Bank and he filled out a withdrawal form that stated, hurry, give me $180 now or get hurt bad, which I just am like. <laughs> or get like, hurt bad. <laughs> oh, no. I feel, look, I know this is traumatizing to the tellers to, when someone comes yes, in. You're scared. It's very traumatizing. We're not making a joke out of that. We're but, making a joke out of the idiots doing the burglaries because these guys It's like don't you have might as well together. just said like. Give me some money or something bad's going to happen. I'd be like, what's going to happen? Tell me. What's going to happen? I didn't think that far in my plan. You don't want (laughs) to know. So he took this form to a teller who did as Holbert demanded. Mm -hmm. And he left the bank on foot and returned to the drive-thru store. So he left his car at the drive-thru store. Wait, he left his car in the drive-thru store? So why the drive-thru store people could have called the police because his car's there. Yeah, I don't know. This he's not a smart man. <laughs> what? He's like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hang on. I'll, I'll be, be right, right back. back. And then he runs down to the bank. Yes, robs the bank. Tells yes, robs the bank. Fills out a little <laughs> yes. So it was then that he told the unknown woman who'd been with him that he'd robbed the bank and stashed the money in a bush behind the store. Wait, he had a. This was a date. Yes, he had a woman with him. Imagine he tried this to steal is your the- first date. <laughs> so many red flags. So many red flags. Honestly, though, I have a like affinity, not a, a toxic affinity for bad boys. So I'd be like, oh my god, soulmates. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so get you. You introduced me to a loser with six DUIs, and I am goo goo gaga. Okay, the rest of the night I have a crush. Cassie's like, wait, are you telling me that you've robbed two places? You've robbed two different businesses on this block. Let's go. Let's go to my house. Okay. Um, all jokes aside, though, I'd be the same way. Yeah, seriously. I'm like, okay, we'll go back to my house, and you can rob this pussy. <laughs> And then the guy's anyway. like, oh, and then we have to walk there because the guy still has his car at the fucking drive through store. Um, so he stole this $180, put it in a bush behind the store, took out enough money to buy a beer, bought the beer, told the woman, haha, I just robbed this bank. I put the money in a bush. Let's get out of here. Well, then, you know, obviously there's two robberies or one attempted robbery, one robbery. Um, p- police were putting together evidence and interviewing witnesses, and they found this woman that he had been on a date with, and she totally <laughs> sang like a bird and told him everything that had happened. So he got caught, and he was sentenced to 18 months in prison for one – is one night of 
you know, living like it's your last worth 18 months in prison, I don't think so. I don't know. Is one night of drinking worth 14 years of anxiety? (laughs) (laughs) Well, yes. (laughs) That's how I feel. So that's every time I've ever been out. It's just a full decade and a half of anxiety after. Um, Also, I love that this guy was like, I'll keep this money safely in a bush. Just put it in your pocket. (laughs) In a bush. It's not like it's $180,000. It's $180. He could have fit it in his pocket. He was probably wearing ladies' pants. Our pockets are pathetic. He was wearing yoga pants. No pockets in those. (laughs) He just had, I got yoga pants on right now. He just had the little pocket for your, for your. In uh, the inside? Yeah, the inside. (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh i am like i cannot honestly he's still he's attractive to me i can't help it it's my toxic trait yoga pants and all talk it's my toxic trait i like bad boys i like losers i was picturing basically joe dirt this whole time so now joe dirt in yoga pants is a fucking incredible visual joe dirt (laughs) yoga pants cars at one spot robbing another spot throwing money in a bush even though it's definitely enough they can fit even in a pocket of a yoga pant He's not that smart, but he's very spontaneous. Shut up, dear Tay. (laughs) (laughs) The next man on our list, and not surprisingly, all these are men. (laughs) (laughs) The next man on our list. um, This happened in December 11, 2021, and he was a rather strange looking individual. And he entered a Wells Fargo bank in Delaware. He's, he was 44-year-old McRoberts Williams. Talk about a name. McRoberts was his first name? Yes, McRoberts Williams was his name. That's incredible. It, it's, I'm impressed. <laughs> Can so, I get his number at the end of this? <laughs> he didn't have a mask on, but he had a very noticeable black eye. Oh. And he was wearing head-to-toe camouflage. That's why he didn't have a mask on, Cassie. He was already invisible. <laughs> I want to know what the black guy was about, but we'll never know. That's a, that's something we'll never know. Uh, he handed one of the tellers a note that stated, this is a robbery. I need $150. The teller complied and then hit the emergency button to alert the police. Police officers located Williams only 100 yards from the bank. But when they searched him, they found that he had no cash in his <gasps> possessions. Did they check the bush? They checked the bushes. <laughs> okay. But they did find his Wells Fargo bank card. And what he did was he took the money he stole, went outside to the ATM, and deposited it into his account. Oh, my God. This is the kind of guy that gets punched in the face while dressed head to toe in camo. This is that guy. <laughs> this is what happens. Okay, oh, but here's the thing. If you Mc, ne- McMuffin. Wait, what's his name? McRoberts Williams. Oh, McRoberts. No. McMuffin. <laughs> okay, but think about this. If he had also like stashed his Wells Fargo card, they would have never known that he would have might he probably would have gotten away with it cuz he didn't have any cash on him. You know, we we're, we're ma- we were making fun of yoga pants left and right but clearly he was smarter because if that Mm -hmm. guy would have put anything in a bush he would have gotten away with it yes he could have just boop right in the bush his wells fargo card no hey 
what are you just are you profiling me because I have a black eye or I look yeah. like I get into trouble or what how did you even find me standing next to this bush when I'm in full camouflage <laughs> what's that called a ghillie suit, ghillie suit. <laughs> <laughs> just cr- just army crawling through the the park in the center of town in a full ghillie suit <laughs> <laughs> he was charged with second degree felony robbery which is an ouchie I'm sure he got quite a few it's um, days in jail these guys are like taking no money like do they not know the charges that they're faced I with know. I, for no I think, money i know i know it's it's kind of looney tunes so our next person on this list is um it comes from 2012 and it's 60 year old ronald paul silva of orange city florida he walked into testo bank and handed the teller a bank deposit slip and when the teller mentioned the bank slip to Silva, he then proceeded to give her a bag that contained a note with his intention to rob the bank. And the teller did advise Silva that she did not have a lot of money, but after he pulled a pellet gun from his waist, she handed over all that she had, which happened to be $130. Oh my god. Yes. Apparently, given the small amount of loot that Silva received... Maybe he thought that he might increase his chance of a bigger payday by playing the lottery. So Silva then took all the money and <laughs> went to a local kangaroo store smart. And, and bought mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. lottery tickets. Um, but they were all, all duds. He didn't. <laughs> but you know what? I actually love this plan because if he actually would have gotten more money than I mean, $100, not enough. But what if he would have gotten $500? And then what if he would have? Put that all into the lottery, and then anything mm-hmm. he would have gotten back, that's 100% profit. No overhead, mm-hmm. baby. This is the smartest guy on this list so far. If so we're, far. If we're ranking. I mean, it's a not the best compliment that there is to give. But no. I think this guy might be almost a genius if it would have worked. He, he He's getting up there. Um, He was arrested the next day and charged with armed robbery, displaying a oh, weapon during a felony. Oh, they and theft. Yep. He immediately, the very next day. So if he would have won the lottery, it just wouldn't have mattered. I mean, he if he would have won the lottery, he could have bought himself like a, a real lawyer. fake ID. A, a real lawyer. A yeah. real lawyer. Got him off. Full plastic surgery on his face. Real lawyer. Yes. Paid for some alibis. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so the next guy on our list, 56-year-old Paul James Sinclair of Largo, Florida, used a finger gun fake-out technique in order to rob a Chase Bank near Seminole on October 10th, 2022. Little did Sinclair realize that his fake gun would lead to a very real handcuffs. Mm-hmm. Sinclair approached the teller and demanded money, implying that he had a weapon, but in reality, his weapon was nothing more than a finger hidden underneath his shirt and unfortunately for Sinclair he only received a hundred and twenty dollars um and he was also arrested 10 minutes after fleeing the scene (laughs) 10 minutes yes 10 minutes was he also on a bicycle um I think he was on foot um but maybe because yeah, I don't know. Um, he was charged with second-degree robbery, uh, and he's currently in custody and is also facing unrelated charges of first-degree arson. Oh, shit. I know. So this – no bueno for this guy. He's got a lot going on. Yeah. 
Also, yeah. wasn't he afraid that the other person in the store would also have a finger gun to draw? I mean, that's risky. I feel like you could tell if it's a finger gun, but I honestly have never been in that situation, so maybe you can't. If you're going to show your finger gun in Act 1, you better use it by Act 2. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. <laughs> um, some I'm, I, Am I just making this up, but... Even just pretending to have a gun can give you the same charge, right? Yes, I believe so. It might. It probably, obviously, depends on the state. Yeah. But, um, I thought that even just the implication that you had a gun would give you the same charge. Well, I would imagine that it would just because of the trauma of your victims. Mm-hmm. Um, if they think that you have a weapon versus, like... Even if it's a finger gun or a real gun, if that person thinks it's a real gun, that's still, like, very traumatic. So I'm assuming that the charges would be the same. And I know that they tend to tack on charges, too, if mm-hmm. they don't like you. Yeah. Um. So it could depend on whether the criminal's charismatic or not. <laughs> How cute is this guy? Is he handsome? Yeah. Does he have a black eye? Is he wearing yoga pants? There's a lot of things you have to take into consideration. Right. What if it's a um, marshmallow shooter? Has anybody tried this on the list? I would honestly wouldn't be surprised if they all tried with marshmallow shooters on what this if list. It's a, what if it's one of those um, professional sports t-shirt guns and you're just shooting t-shirts around the bank? I think at close range that could actually do some damage. I feel like, like free merch six, though. Six inches away from somebody that could be painful. Right when you walk in, though, you just give them all free T-shirt while they're distracted, admiring your handiwork. You take all the money from the safe. Free merch. And the t- the shirts say, give me the money in the drawer. Signed with your name and address. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so the next guy on our list, this comes from, um, uh, let's see. Oh, sorry. This is January 19th, 2019. 37-year-old Robert Joseph Marcus set out on a crime spree. Marcus first robbed the TCF Bank in Genoa Township, Michigan. I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing that. However, perhaps only because he made off with $106, he (laughs) he attempted to rob a second bank, the Lake Trust Credit Union. When a credit union employee asked Marcus to remove his mask, he decided to flee the scene, but was apprehended several minutes later. That's ballsy. That's, yeah, don't do that. Don't put your mm-hmm. life on the line for the bank's money. Fuck that shit. No way. I would, n- no, I would never. No. Uh, Marcus, who is a fourth time habitual offender, was charged with two counts armed robbery and one count bank robbery. He was sentenced to 81 months to 20 years in prison in order to pay back the $106. I mean, that's a lot of time for $106. I know we're not taking into the account of the trauma he caused, like the robbery Mm -hmm. itself caused two different banks. That is very traumatic for people working at the bank, I'm sure. But I mean, that's not worth it, man. I feel like he could literally sell pictures of his balls on the internet for $106. Probably $106 for one really person who really wants them really bad or sell 106 copies for a dollar. $1. Each. I mean, that's exactly. a steal. That is a steal. 
there's got to be a hundred people on this earth that want to see his balls. Probably. What do you sign Probably? me Probably. <laughs> for a good cause? I'd pay for that. <laughs> I just said sign me up. I don't know why. I don't know what's happening. It's been a long day. It's been a long week. It's been a long life. Listen. <laughs> if you're not willing to spend a dollar to buy a picture of a man's <laughs> testicles to save him from prison, you're listening to the wrong show. Yeah. <laughs> Like, he's just trying to feed his family, okay? It could be a family of hamsters. It could be a family of humans. We don't know. It could just be him hanging out with yoga pants and black eye. Like, we don't know who his chosen family is. I feel like everybody on this list, they're all in the same family tree. (laughs) (laughs) Which brings us to Eduardo Bularian who is a former gang member of Goodyear, Arizona. And he stated that he feared for his life because he got out of the gang life, which could Mm -hmm. be potentially very dangerous. If you're like deep and you want out. I, I, yeah, I believe that. Yeah. Um, so rather, but rather than relocate, he felt the safest place that he could be was in jail, which I feel like would be the opposite, but I don't, I don't know. know. There's still I'm, gangs in jail. I don't know. I know. I'm I'm not about that life, so I ha- I don't really know what I'm talking about. But he said that he was willing to do anything to get arrested, so he could protect himself in jail. And on September 15, 2021, he went into the first bank and demanded money from the teller. All he received was a single one hundred dollar bill, and then he was arrested within fifteen minutes and was charged with robbery and sent to jail. That's a sad one. I wonder if it was like imminent danger. That's why he didn't relocate. You know what I mean? Like it's like mm-hmm. they're going to fucking get me this weekend. Yeah. Ooh, that he just one, had to scramble. Yeah, I know. That scary. That actually really scary. Um, also, this whole time when people said that they got like $100 or $200, I was for some reason picturing like $5 bills. But now just thinking about walking out of a bank you just robbed with like two one actual bill. bills. <laughs> And then the other guy still hid it in the bush. And it's just a I, it's like bill. honestly, it's one hundred and eighty dollars. It's twenty, forty, sixty, eighty-five bills at the least. These will not fit in these yoga pants. If I sneeze, these bitches are blasting off of these balls. That's what yoga pants guy said. I know because he's my ex. I um. <laughs> um. All right, so we are almost done with this list. We have two more to go. Okay. And 59-year-old James Verone of Gastonia, North Carolina, had fallen on hard times after losing his job of 17 years as a Coca-Cola delivery driver. That is sad. It – here – okay, so I'm going to say this right up front. I feel terrible for this man. I know hard times hit us, especially nowadays. It's harder than ever. And it is really hard to make your dollar stretch. Mm -hmm. And I get it. I'm not condoning crime, but I'm saying I get it. I I see you. I understand you. Uh, Unable to find work, Verone, he also began experiencing several health issues and he was unable to receive treatment for due to his lack of insurance, which I'm like, 
honestly, this guy, like, listen, I don't care that you're 59 years old. Send me a picture of your balls. I will pay you $10. Uh, we're up. We're 10 times in it. $10 a picture instead of one. Yes. Um, Are we going to start a website where we sell pictures of balls after this? Because I feel like this was all a <laughs> ramp up for you at the end of the episode to ask me if I wanted to start a new small business with you. We are the middleman, and it is you send us your balls. We will facilitate a buyer, and we take a 20% cut. So you have balls. So you want balls. Well, we can help. <laughs> um, <laughs> so the the losing your job and not being – first of all, losing your job after 17 years fucking sucks. And I know that uh, Pepsi Cola is delivery drivers are a great job, mm-hmm. and then having health issues and no insurance, I that it is don't even get me started on the insurance thing. Um, so at this point, he's hit kind of rock bottom, and I I feel for Verone, and he decided to take matters into his own hands and rob the Gastonia Bank. Um, well, given Verone's financial situation, it would be easy to assume that he was looking for a large payout. However, in this case, it was quite the opposite. Verone wasn't looking for money, but rather medical care, which he knew he could receive for free once he was in jail. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, on June 9th, 2011, Verone walked into the bank and demanded $1 from the teller. He then went and sat down in the bank's lobby and he patiently waited for the police to arrive. Verone was arrested and charged with larceny, but after spending one year in jail, he pleaded guilty to a misdemeanor larceny uh, through an agreement with prosecutors and release, and he was released based on time served. So I am going to say something here. It The health care in this country is in shambles, and I know this personally because i have a family member who could not receive medical care because she didn't have any insurance and unfortunately she uh chose to um commit a felony and was arrested and the fucking wild and crazy thing is she got the health care that she needed while she was in jail so so going free, being a responsible, contributing member of society, she could barely make ends meet, barely afford medical care, couldn't find the medical care that she needed. And I'm not saying she was forced into making a choice to uh, commit a crime, but she did choose to commit a crime. But she finally received the medical care. And I'm talking physical medical care and also mental health care that she needed while in jail. And that is sad and terrible. Yeah. Healthcare in our country should be free and available for everybody because the, the, the number one priority of our government should be to ensure that its citizens are healthy and intelligent, mm-hmm. which is why mm-hmm. I don't understand why they withhold healthcare and <laughs> education unless they want to keep its citizens unhealthy, sick, and, and stupid. And stupid. Which, yeah. if your government wants to keep you like that, you got to ask yourself why. Um, yeah. Uh, that was a really sad story. Remember in um, old school 
Mary Poppins when they're all um, laughing and they're floating on the ceiling at Albert's house having the tea party and they're laughing, laughing, laughing. And then they tell the sad story and they all just sink down to the floor. <laughs> Sorry, did I just do that? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sinking. That was really sad. I'm like so sad. So do you got, are we got anything else to get us back up to the ceiling? Um. Yes. Okay. So I will read this last one and then okay. I, uh, okay. So this is going to be, I will share something personal. Um, I will ask you a question you can choose not to answer. But at the end of this, I will share my most awkward um, sexual experience. Okay. For everybody's Listening delight. pleasure. Yes. Ribbed for um, her pleasure. Okay. So that will maybe bring us back up to the ceiling. Okay, okay. So the last one on our list is uh, – it comes from Portland, Oregon. Mm-hmm. On June 13th, 2020, 24-year-old David R. Nickel was craving a 7-Eleven Big Gulp drink. And I'm right there with you. Mm-hmm. They're just something about the good ice. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. – yeah. you know what kind of ice I'm talking about. Yeah, yes. Um, well, David decided the best way to pay for his beverage was to obtain the 50 cents he needed from the U.S. Bank in Portland, Oregon. Uh, okay. So In Portland, nobody would have just given him 50 cents? Honestly, I think that you could have just, look, like, looked through, go to, listen, if if you're looking for change out there, go to a laundromat because sometimes people put their money in and forget their change. Can you imagine a city that's more likely to give somebody change than Portland, though? I mean, I, I cannot. I can't either. It's like some <laughs> anybody will give you 50 cents on the street. <laughs> so David went into the bank holding a large stick of wood and he used his fingers to mimic a gun as he confronted the teller. Once David had his loot... He simply walked across the street to the 7-Eleven store and purchased his drink. However, when David was arrested, it was discovered that he had recently been released from the psychiatric department of the Unity Center for Behavioral Health. Given Nichols' mental health, the charges against him were dismissed so he could be transferred back to the Behavioral Health Center and receive treatment. So this is just like the last one and now I'm just super bummed out. Well, okay, that I this didn't is like to... worse than the worm nado. Okay, <laughs> okay, but he didn't. I I feel like the justice wheel, the wheel of justice, was working in the right yes, direction. Yes, as they he realized, got help. Mm-hmm. yes, he got the help that he needed. He didn't think to go to a laundromat. He didn't think to ask his neighbor or his friend or whatever. So I feel like. The wheel of justice got it right this time. Mm, I, that's that's true. He got the help he needed because thank God he was in Portland. Yes. Um, so I will go first after I share my – and that's a list of like, you know, the, the lowest um, loots of bank robberies that I could find. Not the, worth it. The smallest heists you'll ever, you'll ever hear about. <laughs> So not worth it, but so not worth it. So not worth it. Robberies. That's the, that's the title. So not worth it. Robberies. Uh, that's the title of the episode. I yeah. think. Yeah, I think so. Um. All right. So I will end the episode. Uh, this is also my second 
this is a stocking stuffer for everybody. I already okay. gave your Christmas gift mm-hmm. stocking stuffer. Perfect. My most awkward mm-hmm. sexual experience. I had just gotten out of a a pretty long uh, mm-hmm. relationship breakup. Mm-hmm. And I went to, I live in Northern California. So I went to the closest college town to me, which was Chico, California. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of partying with college kids and my my friend went with me and her boyfriend lived in a house full of like college roommates mm-hmm. who were all men. And I, you know, was having a good time sowing my wild oats, if you will. And I ended the night with one of the roommates and we were intimate. We were in the middle of mm-hmm. uh, having sex. Sorry. My parents, if you're listening. Oh, God, um, don't let the grandparents get their hands on this one, <laughs> for the love of God. And so we're doing our thing. And sorry, I'm going to be graphic here, but I was on top. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, I am looking at this person laying down, and he's on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Okay. Um. Hello. Who are you talking to? He called his mom. What? Yes. <gasps> no. Yes. He was on, and th- I'm talking, this is like 2.30 in the morning. I this am is like, so disturbed. Yes, he was talking to his mother <laughs> on the phone at like 2.30 in the morning while I was literally writing him. Why would you think to call your mom at that moment? I think we need to call the police. I I'm calling the um, police on this story. I have no, I was like, okay, um I feel very uncomfortable. This is I don't it, we kind of just ended things like that. It just kind of petered out. Um, <laughs> is that where the thing came from? <laughs> petered I out. I think so. When you slowly yes. climb off the guy you're having sex with when he's on the phone with your mom. That's the definition of Peter. It out. was, oh my gosh, it was just very uncomfortable. I didn't understand why he oh called his mom. God. I didn't understand. <laughs> like it was, we were like literally, and listen, I I know some of, maybe some of you are thinking, or okay, maybe you're like lousy in the sack. I am going to say, I am not lousy in the sack. It doesn't matter. You shouldn't even think of your mom then. It was very If somebody very says the word mom to you in that moment, you should be like, what's that? Never heard of it. Yes. I, it was, it was so uncomfortable. It was so strange. Um, okay. So then it gets even, it gets even worse. Okay. So oh, if she, I, if she calls you on your phone. No. I'm going to be very upset. No, 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 no. So I like ex- Exodus, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like a mass Petered Exodus. Out. Out. Uh, it just, I'm like, okay, well, this is very strange. Mm-hmm. I um, hope I never see you again. Thank you so much. This mm-hmm. has been kind of fun. Homer Simpson um, into the bushes. Yeah. Yes. Totally like slow, trying not to make eye contact, slowly backing out of the bedroom, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm, I am in no position to drive home. So I go to the couch in mm-hmm. the living room. Yeah. Well, his biological brother mm-hmm. is sleeping on the other couch uh-huh, right uh-huh. so i'm on one couch his brother's on the other couch i get cozy and i'm like trying to sleep i have to get up in a few hours and head back to my house and um his brother fucking hits on me oh my god and i'm like i this family 
I can't. There's uh, I'm family therapy. I don't. You guys need. To, uh, You're like I'm call your mother. <laughs> You're the one that needs to call your mother. <laughs> okay. So, but he, the the very strange thing is, is the brother knew I was just with the other brother. I think that some brothers are like that, and they just want to be able to tell the other brother, I got her too. He totally was like. And he wasn't, like, coy about it. He was very blunt and upfront. Like, I know that you were with my brother. Like, do you want to? And I was like, absolutely not. What the? That's so gross. It was very strange. There's some, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what. And those brothers were the? Hemsworth brothers. Okay, you should have had sex with both of them. It was Chris (laughs) and Liam Hemsworth. And I did. I did. (laughs) That would have been the best twist. I would have been like, dude, who cares if he's on the phone with his mom? Invite her over. I fucking wish. I fucking wish. Um, (laughs) Okay, but here's the thing. I'm I'm just going to bear my soul here, okay? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I have the soul of a slut. Uh, Okay, Mm -hmm, it's fine. mm -hmm. I used to be a slut for that. That Now I'm a slut for Crab Ragoon, okay? Okay, okay, okay. So – I also slept with another one of their roommates. (laughs) (laughs) This house, Cassie owns this fucking house. They have seen the best of me, okay? (laughs) And the worst of you. And uh, let me tell you right now, I'm the one that got away. (laughs) From all of them. From that entire house. (laughs) All three of them. I'm the one that got away. (laughs) They all still talk about you. They really do. They uh, they they really do. So that is my stocking stuffer for Christmas. That's my most embarrassing sexual encounter, if you will. That's a really good stocking stuffer. I didn't think that this um so not worth the heist episode was gonna have so much ball talk, yoga mm-hmm. pant talk, and petered out talk. <laughs> Cassie, you did a great job. Today. Let's put that to bed. I've never told anybody that in my life. Let's let's put that to bed. I feel better. <laughs> I'm happy that the one time you tell this secret story you've never told anybody, you tell it on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you did a fantastic job. Um, the only thing I'm going to add is yoga pants guy would have never called his mom while you were having sex with him. No, I know absolutely that about him. not. I know that's why we were we are soulmates. We're destined yeah. to be. I mean, he would have um, never done that. He, never. He would have never done that. He may be a terrible robber, but he is a gentleman in the bedroom. <laughs> in the sack. Well, I guess I think that's a good place to end it. It's a, it's a it's a perfect place. So, don't forget to love yourself, lock your doors, and listen to your gut and have a Happy, happy, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Enjoy the holiday season. Find some time to slow down. Take in the moment. Enjoy your family, your friends. Enjoy the season. Have some self-care. And let's get ready for 2023. Yes. Whatever you celebrate, however you celebrate. Yes. Have fun. And uh, we can only go up from here, right, guys? I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, like my sex life, I literally only went up from that moment. Uh, cheers to that. Cheers to that. <laughs>
is that guy needs therapy.